Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with bootstraps and bra straps. Get your copy at www.sheilamack.com today. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps you build the red corpuscles in the blood, which can carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit lovemysupertea.com. That's love, L-O-V-E, my, M-Y, super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A, dot com. So the complete website is lovemysupertea.com. Or call 818-288-4128, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's lovemysupertea.com at 818-288-4128. You need a guide to show you how we get through a situation like this, to give you resources and to help you get out of the emotional pea soup fog of dealing with a crisis and the resulting fallout. I've been there and I'm here to help you. Grab a copy of my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. It is now available. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. 
Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guests, Nathan Baylor and Kale Clouston, Minimal Filters podcast hosts. That's This is hosted by two 21-year-olds just trying to figure out life in itself. They talk about going out, figuring out single life in their early 20s, and even their self-proclaimed questionable life advice. They talk about anything and everything people want to hear, while also having segments that include their own rating skills on events they experience, letting fans roast them, and answering any questions the fans have for them. Minimal Filters is a podcast by the people and by virtue for the people. All right. Welcome to the show, Nathan and Kale. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I'd like to start off by asking you if you have a time in your business or personal life where you experienced a tough situation, if you could share about how you got back on track. Absolutely. Um, I will start off here. Um, being 21, I haven't had to face adversity in my business life as it's just been school um, and a couple jobs here and there. Um, but my personal life, um, growing up, I played hockey my entire life. Um, but when I was 17 in grade 12, um, I suffered a really bad concussion that um, basically it took me five months to recover. But there were certain points where I thought I was never going to become the same person that I once thought I would be. And um, there was just a lot of negative mental health system symptoms, sorry, that uh, came along with that. Um, but luckily, I mean, with the help of reaching out to friends and then even also um, some therapists, I was luckily able to get out of that hole that I was in and then eventually fully recover. So um, if there's one thing I would take away from that is as difficult as it is to reach out and get the help you need, it's, it's honestly a necessary step. So for anyone who ever is going through anything, I would just highly recommend um, finding that courage within yourself and then getting the help that uh, you're going to need. So, mm, Yes. Ask for help when you need it. This is for so sure. important. I love that. Thank you. And now which one is who is who on here? I'm Nathan, Nathan, uh, Nathan Baylor, and then that's Kale. So Okay. And Kale's going next. Yeah, of course. So, yes. So... For me, it's also related to hockey as well, um, personal life, but it's also kind of also on the business side. So uh, like we mentioned, me and Nathan are both 21 years old um, and being a young hockey player, I was playing in the Western Hockey League, which there actually is a few American teams in that league as well, the WHL. Um, so when I was 18, I went up to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, which is one of the coldest places mm -hmm. on earth and didn't have the best experience so when i came back home for the summer i was honestly like in a really really tough place when it came to if i should go back and play another year or being in that 18 to 20 year old range if i should just start my school and my post-secondary education instead um so i worked the summer on a golf course sorry mm -hmm. that summer on a golf course and honest to god every single day for probably over 80% of the day, my mind was literally just stuck on if I should go back or if I shouldn't. Mm. There's a lot of pros and cons to each. Um, 
I more or less just had to flip a coin and I ended up not reporting and not going back and instead starting my school career. And honest to God, the one kind of thing that made me sway that direction of not going back Mm -hmm. is knowing that I would give some other kid an opportunity to take my spot instead and experience it for himself. I know a lot of players in that league and other leagues, young athletes in any league, really any sport, can have a variety of experiences. I know a lot of kids on my team and in the league I was playing those years had great experiences. I just didn't for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't blame really anyone in particular. But yeah, just the fact that knowing me quitting and I guess hanging up my skates more or less retiring from the sport of hockey would give another younger kid an opportunity. And that honestly, like not to get soft and emotional, but it kind of made me feel great. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that was more or less one of like the biggest kind of factors that helped me get through those really hard months of figuring out if I should or should not go back. So Nice. And yeah. so, so now I want to hear how did you start your podcast? How did that show up? Do you want I can take this one? Ahead. Okay, so um, we were honestly those stereotypical guys who after we'd have a few beers hanging out, um, we'd be like, oh, we could easily do this podcast thing. And, you know, like we had to be those stereotypical university guys, but we did. And um, Kel and I moved in with each other this August. And then once September came around and our school started, we just said, let's go for it. Um, and we've only been doing it for about three months now, and it's just been – it's honestly gotten bigger than we thought it would within those three months. We thought we wouldn't get to the point where we're at, um, but we've just been lucky enough to have fun at the same time. We're also starting to kind of just grow it and kind of making minimal filters, not just a podcast, but um, with our merchandise and then also just kind of like our, our mentality, kind of making it like our own little brand. So, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's hear a little bit of some about some of your topics. What are you talking about on this show? Yeah. So it's, Honestly, everything that you would imagine university students would talk about. So there's lots of sports talk, um, even some gambling talk. There's some, well, actually a lot of female talk because we're both single 21-year-olds. Um, and he's in his second year. I'm in my first year. So there's lots of just, it's, it's both, it's new for us. I grew up on a farm. Mm -hmm. So living in the city now, downtown Calgary, there's so much partying going on and late nights, lots of drinking, lots of hanging out with friends and just, yeah, it's, it's more or less exactly what you think you would hear when you hear that it's, it's a podcast by two university students who are 21 years old. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's really good. And I'm trying to think back to like when I was 21. So I graduated high school at 15 and went on to college then. So I was like the young one. So everybody yeah. was kind of protective of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so by the time I was 21, I was I, 18. I was working at JPL. Oh, well, so yeah, little, that's awesome. A little different. Um, but there were, there were younger people and older people that could manage life and party life and, and have a good safe balance and not like overdo it. And, you know, still manage to, like, get the grades they need to get and have success and not have, you know, one thing overtake their their experience. Yeah. What do you suggest for that kind of a balance? Uh, honestly, for, for us, I mean, we're kind of walking the edge of uh, not being able to balance it. Um, <laughs> we're, we're doing our best. I mean, our grades are, we, we do just fine school-wise. Um, definitely, we pass with flying colors. But, um 
in order to find that balance, I mean, you just gotta, it's all about self-control. I mean, you gotta, you gotta find a way to prioritize school because regardless of what you're doing or what you're in for your major, what program, um, that's, what's going to help you like be successful after school. Um, but at the same time, I'm a firm believer that you do have to have fun and you do have to experience things that you're not gonna be able to experience once you're in your thirties or once you have a full-time full-time job. So I just think it's about self-control and just prioritizing school. But at the same time, like you got to recognize like where you're at as a person and be like, you know what, I've been a little high strung lately with all these assignments. I'm going to go out and have a dozen shots of whiskey or something. I don't know, <laughs> whatever, whatever your go-to is, I guess. Yeah. And I guess just to add on that, um, like the second we moved downtown, we were here for about almost a month before we had to start school and I wasn't working the whole entire month. So I almost kind of got lucky in the fact that I was able to almost get out of that phase of partying before I started heavily into school. And I think one of the biggest, I guess, pieces of advice almost I have is that just trial and error. Just mm-hmm. see if you're able to do it. Um, if you honestly, I suggest doing it at the very, very start when you're only in your first year so that those general education classes yeah. or the classes that aren't as important, you don't want to be in this phase when you're in your practicum and your internships in school. Exactly. Right. So. Um, I think just trial and error and also just being able to control yourself at, I mean, not necessarily all times, but important times when it gets to the nitty gritty of finals and midterms and all that kind of stuff that you uh, want to make sure you're prepared for and definitely sober for. <laughs> yes. So one of the things that I did was um, I took my kids out of high school and they got into trouble like this is before like pot was legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote about it in my book and I have a whole chat. <laughs> okay. Said, okay, you know, they like got on probation and and we had to go in front of a judge and it was right before their their birthday. So it wasn't on the record, whatever. And I said, okay, well, I will make a deal. So we made a deal that I would take them on a personal development journey. And so we traveled the world instead. <laughs> wow. Honestly, and honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain yeah. about that. Like, yeah, and I told them, I said, you know what? You have a choice. You can like go to boarding school or you can like go on this tour with me. And, and so they chose the tour thing. And we studied with great masters, Tony Robbins and um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, all these incredible people. And we went to India and studied with the monks and we had a blast and it changed their perspective. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they got back, their friends were like doing the same stuff they did when they left and there wasn't as much growth. And it just, it was, a, and it was like, sometimes you just got to take time in your life or take a summer off or do something because then you do get responsibilities. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't get to do that as much. Now, how are you dealing with, with the, um, coronavirus <laughs> oh god so up What's here that? up here in alberta um they've been it, they basically been strict throughout all of it um up until july of this summer it was basically like like full rules everywhere and then you know restaurants would open and then they would close um and then july hit and then we have the calgary stampede here which is like it's the biggest stampede in the world and the the proclaimed greatest outdoor show on earth that's what they call it and it's probably the most fun you'll ever have if anyone ever like hasn't experienced or hasn't even heard of it i would highly recommend it because the amount of people who come in like across the world just for the stampede is crazy um but that kind of 
that whole event kind of gave us a whole spike um, mm. in cases. And then we were about to go into shutdown again this September, which we were for about a week because the cases okay. went back up. Um, so it's just been a roller coaster since July. Like we'll go up and then we'll go down. Um, I'm pretty sure we're down now and things are starting to look better. Um, but it's just, you know, fingers crossed because everything's unpredictable still. And I mean, we're hoping at least like for the sake of us being able to travel and go do experiences, like you said, that you were able to experience um, mm-hmm. with your children. Hopefully that's something that we'll be able to do within the next, like, oh, <laughs> I feel like I've been saying this for almost like two years now, but hopefully within the next few months, but yeah. like, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Right. We were supposed to go to Mexico with a few buddies and then as soon as the virus hit we couldn't and i haven't like we haven't been able to go anywhere since like Mm -hmm. i honestly don't really know what exactly the travel restrictions are border to border Mm -hmm. but even like uh like i don't know banff alberta which is where like the mountains are out here all the hiking trails were like the only places you could go before like the very starts of covid and then those became overpopulated and some got run down and the trails became kind of just not as unique as they once were and kind of low key and just Mm. it's it's been i mean a disaster in a way everywhere but at the same time we're recovering i think like not just as a province but as a nation luckily um restaurants are open back up most of them most of them are full capacity nightclubs are open here now too and yeah i think we just got to hope there's no more spikes because like nathan said as of now i think we're on a down the curve is like down i guess but it's uh it's so unpredictable because i've heard there's new variants now mm-hmm. um i think oh. in, out of nowhere but there's i just want it to end moral of the story i just want it to be to be done yeah, with just like the rest of the world so so um for you and your friends at, at college college peers has this changed like your perspective on things as far as caring more about politics or more about i don't know yeah well that's yeah that's a pretty that's a pretty stellar question um for me i when i was 18 i was always interested in politics as soon as i was able to vote i always kind of knew like where my beliefs lied and all that um so i like honestly i would have to say yes because this like this uh pandemic has like it's changed the world right and no one can deny that it hasn't changed basically every aspect of life like in some way or another and if I had like as a 21 year old, people would suppose like that I have no political views and I probably just go to the ballot and just put my ex wherever. Um, I would honestly have to disagree with that as um, now I think it genuinely will have an impact for the rest of our lives. I mean, this is only the first of many that they think and hopefully if the next one ever does happen and when it does, um, we'll know exactly how to do it. And you have to have the right people in place to handle those situations. So. Yeah, and honestly, I'm glad that Nathan spoke there because I, since day one, I haven't really given much thought into politics. All mm-hmm. I know is that it pisses me off. Um, like there was a an election that was held here in Canada recently that didn't change a single thing mm-hmm. other than just making more people mad. Yeah. And I just, yeah. when it's on the TV, I watch it. And once it's over... I just stop like mm-hmm. only when it's on the TV and when there's elections, I'll, I'll pay attention. But for, for the most part, I kind of have that mindset of I can't just not follow those rules if they're in place. Right. Just like if the gas price is high, I can't just not put fuel in my car. I have to do these things. So, yes, obviously, my one vote does matter. I know there's some people who say, oh, my vote won't matter. It's just one vote. But if everyone mm-hmm. thinks that, then 
that's when it makes a difference. That's, that's when these, yeah, that's politics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there, there's politics in a nutshell for you. Mm, that's but, so true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then these, you're the future leaders, um, your generation. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, I have yeah. five boys and one daughter. And so I have a big family. I adopted three, three of my own. So this big family and they're all more compassionate about what's going like before they just really didn't give a, you know, rats, but, <laughs> but yeah. now it's yeah. really important. It's, you know, they're involved in one way or another. Like you said, they're voting, they're thinking about things mm-hmm. because it ma- it affects everything so much more than you really think, okay, well, I vote this side or that side, but they're all, it's all kind of the same. Yep. You know, it's yeah. kind of your values maybe, but, but then you realize it affects so much. Your whole yeah. And world. that's just a lesson that you basically, I mean, they teach you politics all growing up through school, but I really don't think I ever paid attention during those classes. I just thought it was useless. Mm-hmm. And now here we are where I actually kind of think that I kind of matter in an essence, which is, it's kind of a cool feeling. I'll be honest. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it's funny too. Cause like we have a buddy who's super, into american politics and obviously we're canadian um so whenever he kind of brings it up i'm like it doesn't matter we can't go and vote in america but at Mm -hmm. the same time i understand why he's so upset because there's so much in america that affects canadians and then vice versa so much in canada that affects americans so it's like yeah there's two different political views and there's american politics and canadian politics differ in many ways but they also definitely contribute to each other in one way or or another so i think it's yeah it is very important but like i said it just makes me way too mad and i got time or not enough time to to worry about that stuff um unless it's on tv because i have no choice so i had one my first son and he had some speech problems and they wanted to put him in a different class than the other kids and it was just stupid stuff and so i got really passionate about helping um, equal education for all in the United States and worldwide. For sure. So I ended up campaigning for about 20 years total um, and helped open many charter schools and schools like that in maybe areas that couldn't afford a really good school. Wow. Um, So I, I helped with that. So sometimes grassroots efforts really help. And they asked me, what party are you in? And I was like, free spirit. Like I knew nothing about politics. All I knew is I wanted to help kids have the best chance in life. And, and so that's, so you don't really have to know a a lot about all that. If you care about something and you just do a little bit or get involved with whatever, then it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it has a, like, this is kind of the one thing that I've been lucky to learn kind of over the last, honestly, I would only say within the last year and I'm only 21, but I think if you're like a good person and you have like the right motivations and then if you work hard, I think you'll be successful at ever, at anything you try to do. Like if you have those two ideas of being a good person and having the right ideas along with um, working your ass off, I mean, it's going to make a difference. So. Yes. Now, okay. What advice would you give to, maybe, I don't know, 18, 19 year olds who are just looking at starting college, maybe they took a year off and now they're just going to get started. What, what advice would you give them? Um, well, there's, there's one piece of advice that I was told a lot growing up when I had kind of troubles trying to pick, um, my degree. So the degree I'm in right now is it's sports and recreation management. 
And more or less the reason why I chose that is because I, like I said, have been playing hockey my whole life and sports are a huge part of my life. Something that I want to dedicate, like what sports gave me, I want to give back mm. in, in more or less. Right. And the one piece of advice that I actually do tell people already, even my peers, people who are older than me that are in school is that there's no such thing as wasted education. So if you enter a degree and you find out two years later it maybe isn't for you or you're failing those classes and you want to try something new no matter if you're in economics and you switch to management or anything there's there's like this almost like a pyramid i guess opposite of a pyramid there's there's nothing at the top of education there's anything you learn those first two years can go the longest way in the rest of your education yes you'll end up spending more money but it's money that you can you'll pay back eventually obviously student loans are there for a reason everyone more or less has to take them but yeah so the one piece of advice i have is that there's no such thing as wasted education when when you started using hand gestures i was hoping you were gonna like build a pyramid build a pyramid <laughs> they're the building blocks of success yeah, yeah um, definitely i'll quickly i can just say a quick one um for me it's like care about school and like care about your grades care about how you're doing in your classes what you're le learning but Whatever you do, don't overstress yourself or over overwork yourself. I know too many kids who are in university who are burning out mm -hmm. and a lot of them are just having mental breakdowns. But make sure like make sure you take care of yourself first and then your school will come along with it. So like because I like I said, there's too many kids nowadays who prioritize school way too much, um, even over themselves and you know, their body and mind. And I think if you take care of yourself first, then your school will come along with it. So. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so one of the first events that I brought my kids to was a business mastery, um, which is a Tony Robbins business event, and we get into teams. And I wasn't allowed to have my young teens on my team. So they got to go to another team, and they were on like a, a winning team. And there was this young guy, maybe 23 years old at the time, and he said, you know, why do you both have an attitude? And they were like, oh, he told us we had an attitude. You know, <laughs> And and then later on, you know, and, and if you lose, if your team loses, you have to get on stage and explain why you're losers. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> oh, no, we're not losers. Oh, hell no. And so they got into the team spirit and they started doing things. Well, that 23 year old was invited up on stage and he shared about how he's already a billionaire and he did something with tech. And, and they're like, OK, yeah, he is the SH. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is that. Yeah. Oh, he thinks he's all that. And, and he's like, yeah, he is all that. And so, I, you know, that was the thing. You have a choice. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it was a choice. And not only he, I think he dropped out of school. So it wasn't about his grades. He just started playing and doing things that he loved, and he started making a lot of money. That's awesome. And most people that you know went to you know Harvard or Stanford or whatever because he just was doing what he loved. Yeah, for so, sure, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but he also had that personality of really focused and doing what he needed to do, like just playing that game and getting on the team. They wanted to be a winning team. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Crazy, yeah. 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 So, so it was fun. It was fun. And that's, that's the thing. Grades are nice, but nobody's ever asked me when you went to college, did you get an A or a yeah. C? Did you a get a C? B? Yeah. C, hey, C's get degrees. And that's what I tell everyone who's like struggling. I'm like, Hey, like, don't worry if you like, if you did bad on that test, like C's get degrees. So, I mean, yeah. 
And that's funny don't too. Worry about it. I even actually have one of my professors. I have um, a pretty good relationship with him now. I have him for two of my classes this semester. So we get along. Um, and he actually in front of my whole entire class, about 120 students in a big lecture, he said that at the end of the day, your grades don't really matter as much as you think they do. Yeah. Like we we had a midterm, I guess, midterm season about a month ago. And I think there wasn't or there was a lot of students who didn't do too well. Everyone passed, but there was a lot of students who were kind of down and they're like, oh, you know, I thought I did better. My prof was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to keep that grade because that's what you got. But overall, it doesn't matter. Like, I know you're a good student. If anybody ever asks me outside of school or if I'm networking, if anyone says, what is this person like? away from school and how are they as a person that's more important when it comes to like building your life outside of education mm -hmm. it's it's just it all matters like first impressions go a long way too and that could honestly like you said that that one young guy who's now a billionaire he just found something he loved and the education didn't really matter yes yes, yes. It, it it matters mm -hmm. but not as much as people stress about so true so mm -hmm. true so for me I, you know, I go to school, I was in and out of homes, homeless, foster care, graduated and emancipated at 15 and went to college at 15. By the time I'm 18, I'm working at JPL computer programming. And I got permission to take the programming classes without passing the math first, because I didn't want to take math if I didn't like programming and I was doing it for the money. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I exactly. talked myself into getting that getting the classes and the certificate. I never did have to take those tests. And at one point, um, there was a couple really super smart students. And then the other students paid those students and they cheated. Uh oh. And they all got caught. Well, I didn't cheat. And the teacher knew it because my, my program took two pages of, you know, like algebra formula and everybody else's was a half a page. Because, you know, I was doing like longer math. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and so so with that, I passed. And and that was really wonderful because the smart kids that were smarter that they actually cheated with those other kids, they they didn't have the self-confidence to go knock on the door of JPL. JPL NASA that sends the ships off in space. Yeah. That's where I got my first yeah. job. That's awesome. And that, and I was there three and a half years. And then I actually went private programming for another few years until I opened my own stores and did other things. But, but I was paid very well. And those other people were much smarter than me in that field, but they didn't, they weren't smart enough to knock on the door. Yeah. yeah. And that's, so that's, that's just it. an initiative. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think, I think the younger, like you, like you found it at a young age. And I think that luckily we're two guys who I think we have that same kind of Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Initiative and, like, it's funny, like, people always say, like, and eh, like being a people person and like it doesn't get you like that far if like if you don't have the right tools but if you have the right tools and you're a people person i mean the sky's the limit right like yeah. like what you did of like going door to like going to jpl's door and like getting a job i mean that really just tells you like exactly what you have to do to be successful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's it makes a difference so what is it it's taking the fear out and that's i think that's the beauty and the the wonderful thing about being in your twenties is that the, I, like when I was in my twenties fear, there was no such thing like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> what fear I could just do whatever. And, and that's, that gave me a lot of, I had my business failures. I tried things that didn't work out. I'd course correct. And I was just having fun. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like you said, like that's the great part of being in your twenties. Like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we did this podcast. Cause like worst case scenario, like when we're, 40 years old i mean we'll tell our kids that hey uncle kale and i had a podcast Mm. or i mean that's i mean maybe who knows like this ends up being something that we can kind of work towards and kind of keep building so we're we're excited i mean and and like you said being in your 20s gives you that opportunity so all right now what advice would you give parents listening in that have people your age that are going off to college and they're like okay they're still i have like a whole chapter in my book on parents and like kind of letting go and treating your young adults as adults instead of babying their young adults and that whole new relationship that happens over time. So what advice would you give parents um, helping you? Yeah. Well, the first piece of advice would be definitely send them grocery money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Well, I mean, truth be told, yeah, that helps. But um, I think the biggest piece of advice for parents with, I mean, I guess kids going off and um, would be like, they're not going to be gone forever. Like let them experience their own life kind of a way, because I mean, those parents, they did the same thing when they were young too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I hope so, unless they were stuck at home until they were 30, but, uh-huh. um, yeah, just like let their kids like, so luckily we, li- we still live about 45 minutes from our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a, I mean, more of an opportunity to see them on, uh, like a current occasion, but even if your kid goes off to a different country for school, they'll, they'll come back. They'll be back for Christmas. If not, they'll be back in the summer. Let them go live and explore and experience what life is like away from the nurture of their parents. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, could, I don't think I could have said it better. Like one of the first weeks we were here, my mom was calling me probably every single day. Yeah. Um, and there was one day I was like about to hop in the shower and she called me and I was kind of just pissed off because I was going to hop in the shower and um, – we ended up not talking for a week and she said, well, I don't want to bother you anymore. I go, no, like you can bother me just, just on occasion, you know, let me, let me kind of figure things out and kind of live my own life for now. So. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's a tough thing because imagine you have, have you ever had a puppy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You love your puppy. This is like a billion times more. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, your puppy like takes off on its own and you're like, what the heck? This is my puppy. What do I do without <laughs> it? Wait a minute. And then <laughs> you've just lost your puppy, you know, and you've lost this job, this full-time identity. And so there's a loss and it's, it's hard. So remember that. 
Absolutely. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, no, absolutely. Remember that. Give them a little, give the parents a little extra time and, and you'll be glad you did it later. Um, but cause there's a, you, you know, you're like, thank goodness I'm free. And they're like, but wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. And I, I made sure that, and I still make sure that I, uh, I do kind of put myself in their shoes. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I couldn't imagine how hard it would be. Like when I went and played, uh, hockey in, in Musha, Saskatchewan, I was only gone for a year. And like I was saying at the very start, it was, it was a tough decision and, and true, truly one of the main reasons also why I stayed and decided to stay home instead was because of family. Yeah. And I, I missed them and I didn't get to see them. I only saw them maybe three or four times in those eight months I was playing hockey. Whereas here, luckily I still see them on like more or less a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, whether it's going back to my, my, uh, the home I grew up in where they're still living, um, and visiting, or if it's meeting for dinners and stuff, but yeah, I think when I first got out here, I was very involved in the city life and I mm -hmm. wanted to explore it as quick as I possibly could. Yep. And for those first few weeks, I might have not been in full communication or at least as much as they would like me to be. Mm -hmm. But I, I make sure I put myself in their shoes and I, I try. I mean, I, I miss them too. So it's not yeah. just like I'm doing it for their sake. Right? I'm doing it for myself as well because I love my family and it's it's yeah. nice to stay in touch and stay close with them. Yeah. And you know, you know what happens is they get they get used to it too. It's like a an adjustment time for sure while you're in college and then you go have your own life and you, you know, you still have your relate, your relationship is shifting and then like your room is gone and that's like their party room and then yeah. <laughs> they're all stuff and they're having fun and it's all yeah. good. But, but it takes that, like, it's a transition. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as they're discovering their, you know, new different life as adults, parents, and you get to go do your own. And so it's just a transition, but it's kind of a, a fun time and open conversations are really helpful because sometimes you get angry and sometimes the parents get angry and it goes back and forth and it's like, no, but that's not what it's really about. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like you said, like it's not only are we finding ourselves as young adults in the world, but they're finding themselves without having to take care of us. And the best way to put it is like you said, it's a transition period. Yeah. Um, and the best way to do it is just talk. And like, after we had our little like week break from each other, I just said, look, like I'm totally okay. Like with you calling me like, like every day or every couple days, but like, just know like there are gonna be times when I'm busy or there are gonna be times when like, I just don't want to talk and you just have to accept that. And she got, she understood. And like, it's just all about communication and that's with everything. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so nice. Now, what are your goals for the future? Uh, what do you see for your podcast? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I guess when I think of my future, I definitely do still see this podcast. Like Nathan was saying at the start, um, it's it's grown more than we we ever thought it would in the first three months. Like I mean, I don't know if you can see my shirt, but we have our own merch. Our I hats know. are about to come in. Actually, they did come in. Um, so the so, shirts say MFers. Yeah, so that that's yeah. what we call our fans, more or less. So <laughs> it's minimal there. filters, but a lot it. of people, and it, it, that's the thing, we kind of like it because it's almost like. Uh, I mean, it, it makes it people question. It's it, like, what does MFR stand for? Because yeah, yeah. people kind of wonder. And then we get talking about the podcast. And then, boom, just like that new fan, new follow on social media. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so when I think of my future, um, again, I like I mentioned, no education is waste education. And right now, I'm kind of in that period of I'm not exactly sure what I want to do, what I want my profession to be, if it isn't a millionaire podcaster. <laughs> um, but I just I just want happiness 
in, in my future, as cliche as that sounds. Um, like, it's just, yeah, there's so much that people can do in their lives. And I have, honest to God, no clue where I'll be in five years. But if I'm happy, then yeah. that's, all I, that's all I can really ask for. Uh, so my future, I hope this podcast does well. I don't have any, when it comes to my future, I don't have any closed mind. I just kind of keep it open, um, in regards as to where it's going to go. Um, I'm currently in accounting. Um, that's my designated career right now. Um, we'll see where that goes. I think it's where I want to be, but mm-hmm. the amount of people I've told me, don't keep your mind shut. And like, if it, you end up being like miserable with your career, like, don't think you're stuck in it. Like be, have the courage to go to where you think you want to be um so in that case like i think i'm an accountant right now i'm a accountant slash podcaster which are two things that don't go together um especially considering our podcast is kind of explicit when you listen to it Uh um but my goal in life kales was he said his is to be happy um my goal ever since i think i was 17 was to be able to like be financially stable enough to have a, a cabin and a boat for my family and i to hang out during the summers um that's kind of just that's just where my mind has been since i was 17 and i regardless of what career i go down whether it's podcasting um accounting or whatever my life takes me i think that's that's gonna be my goal no matter what so yeah and i think that maybe where my happiness will come from in the future is visiting him and his family on their boat at their cabin so yes yeah whatever happens happens but yeah as long as i'm happy great I love it. I love it. One day I'll come over and visit the boat too. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's great. So yeah, that that makes sense, and that's something I want you to look up. Keith Cunningham. Okay. He speaks on Tony Robbins stages, and he's connected sports and accounting. Oh, and so there we go. He uses accounting, and he calls it the scoreboard, and everything is related to sports. And it's um, because my youngest son got into accounting when he heard that man speak. Cool. Yeah. And it was like, I love accounting. And I was like, who the heck are you? (laughs) You know, like it was like out of the blue. And that's what it was that just the way. So you'll be surprised how you can combine things that you thought didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So that, that'll be fun. Cool. All right. Now we are heading, uh, we're coming to the end of our talking time. So I'd love for you to share where people can hear your podcast and a little bit more about that. Yeah. So our podcast is available on basically all platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, we also have our own website, uh, minimalfilters.com. Our social medias, our, our Instagram is minimal underscore filters. And then our Twitter is minimal filters um our podcast like we said before is about a couple university students just trying to figure out life um we're also embarrassing ourselves at the same time with our stories um it is probably considered an explicit podcast as we talk about going out um our interactions with girls that may or may or may not involve kissing them and a couple other things <laughs> um Parents, you may want to listen in <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah i'd say that's about it i think i think that basically sums us up yeah perfect All right. All right. Well, thank you both for being a guest on the show. And for those tuning in, we'll be back after these messages. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So take a listen to our friends here, the Minimal Filters podcast. It's on most major podcasting channels. That's right. MF Minimal Filters. All right. Enjoy. 
If you are just tuning in, this is NBC Sheila Mack Show here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today I have a special thank you and shout out to our special friends at the Keep Pet app. Yes, I have a picture if you are looking at the On Demand TV uh, episode, and that is a picture of my puppy, Maple, in the corner, and I have downloaded this app. I find it so important and useful. So I want to share a little bit more about this. Keep your pet healthy with Keep Pet. Create a digital passport, chat with vets, and join a global community of pet owners and veterinary professionals who share their passions of making this world a safe and happy place for our pets. Wouldn't it be great if you could just pick up the phone anytime or text a professional to learn what could be going on with your pet? Keep Pet gives you the peace of mind that you have always wanted when it comes to giving your pet what they need when they need it. We don't want anyone to feel helpless when they see their loving pet in despair. With this service, you can put that worry to rest and have a trusted veterinarian on the phone in a heartbeat. No need to wait for an appointment or lose sleep as an expert is just one call or text away. Keep Pet is an innovative mobile app which allows pet owners to consult with vet professionals through online chats or video calls. You get a qualified animal doctor recommendation about your cat or dog's health anytime, anywhere, in real time. Think about it. Emergency visits to a vet can cost up to thousands and thousands of dollars and in most cases turn out to be not an emergency at all. Keep Pet eliminates unnecessary visits in the middle of the night to the vet for a low cost. Relief for your heart, pet, and wallet in a hurry. Keep Pet is a mobile and handy solution available to you whether you have a busy schedule at work or you're about to enjoy a deserved vacation. We've all had that moment where we want to just get in and see the vet, but there isn't an appointment for weeks and that doesn't work in the case of an emergency. So Keep Vet is there to help with your pets and give you the quality and service they deserve. Keep Pet is not just an app or service, it's a global community of pet owners and veterinary professionals who share their passion of making this world a safe and happy place for our pets. They share the latest news, scientific approach, and innovations with their community. Not only will a vet's advice be at your fingertips, but you can also read about the latest and greatest veterinary medicine. All right, so again, you can download the Keep Pet app or go to keeppet.pet. It's the holidays, and I'm dealing with an overwhelming sense of grief that is secondary to the loss of my family members that occurred during the holiday season almost two years ago. I'm attempting to resume my family traditions with a smile on my face, but my heart is troubled and sad. I'm grateful for the numerous friends and my support network that I am blessed with. However, I'm hoping that you can offer some insight and suggestions to help me keep my healing heart in perpetual motion this time of year. Thank you. Sincerely, Blue Christmas. Dear Blue Christmas, I'm so sorry for your loss. Losing more than one family member during the holidays is very difficult. I can't imagine. 
Um, and one of the things that has helped me get through holiday seasons because I've lost quite a few family members myself was to change my, my holiday celebrations to celebrate my loved ones that have crossed over in a different way gave me a new tradition and that that may help you as well i'm not sure how you celebrate your holidays or how you did in the past but save a place for them at the table maybe have a ceremony for them and send them love and then stop and pause for a moment before you plan your holidays this season and think about what, if they were living with you today, now, what would they want for you as, as, your, as your relative? What would they want to see for your happiest holiday this year? Um, for myself, with my children, I think what I would want for my children is to, for them to continue to celebrate and live their best life every day, including on the holidays. And I would appreciate their memories and, and thoughts of me. So I think that may help and just forming new, new traditions because whenever there is a life shift, whatever it is, divorce, um, or kids grow up and they have their own family units, they can't travel to see us, whatever it is, our holidays are going to shift over time and, and grieving a loved loss of more than one loved one is the hardest, um, for sure. Yet these are things that, that are going to happen. And so to have a new form of holiday will, will make a big difference for you. I hope this helps. As always, I wish you life, love, laughter, and light. Thank you for listening to Dear Sheila. All right, if you are just tuning in, this is the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and I wanted to take a moment to reflect on one of my favorite authors and quotes. The quote is, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you're ready or not to put this plan into action. And the author was Napoleon Hill. Now my memory or my first meeting with Napoleon Hill was actually back when I was eight years old. And I did actually mention it in my new book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. This was such a changing point in my life. I was eight years old. I was living house to house. My family was not, my mother and father were, were having health issues. They weren't really able to care for me full-time so I was sent from one relative's house to the other sometimes I was with the healthy grandparents sometimes I was with a group of grandparents that wasn't so healthy and there was a lot of abuse going on and at this point I was eight years old I remember I was actually um in a nice neighborhood unfortunately the home had a lot of abuse going on my mother was home with me for a short time and I 
had taken up some little part-time jobs helping out in the neighborhood. So I would literally, this is back in the day when, when this was, I guess, a normal thing. I would go help out with, with cutting the lawn or cleaning and, and, um, actually polishing furniture when people actually did that. And I would go do that for the neighbors and get money. And so I went with my hard earned money and I went over to another neighbor's house who was having a garage sale and I found this incredible book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and at the time my little eight-year-old mind okay this is eight-year-old mind there was a lot of abuse and my mother wasn't financially able to or health-wise able to help me she had polio as a child and she had some other issues going on and emotional things and so it was hard for her and in my mind I thought okay this book is gonna do it because it is gonna tell me how to think and grow rich and I really need to do that because I wanted to get my own house or apartment for my mother and I so that we wouldn't have to be moving around and and she would be in a safe place and I would be in a safe place and so I took this book home and I slept with the book. I read the book, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich from cover to cover. This little eight-year-old girl, I read that book over and over again um, for an entire year. And I literally still have that original copy with me today. I keep it on my nightstand by my bed and I still reread it from time to time and it has been such an incredible gift and I think that somehow it was something that the principles in there I took that to heart a lot of the principles in there and I I really lived by a lot of that and and the idea of creating a definite plan for carrying out your desire and beginning at once, whether you're ready or not. A little bit about what I do is I help people to reinvent, rebuild, and reboot their business and personal life on their terms. And so I do consulting, I, I have a book out, and I also have a radio and TV show. Thank you for tuning in to the Sheila Mack Show, Reality at its Finest where we share real situations with real solutions to help you rebuild, reinvent, and reboot your life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack. I'm giving you some homework. Grab a copy of my bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, to learn the formula to go from rock bottom and back into action in any situation. If you have a burning question for the show, send it in to www.dearsheila.com. Tune in again Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time right here on KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps you build the red corpuscles in the blood, which can carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. 
To order, please visit lovemysupertea.com. That's love, L-O-V-E, my, M-Y, super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A.com. So the complete website is lovemysupertea.com. Or call 818-288-4128, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's lovemysupertea.com at 818-288-4128. You need a guide to show you how we get through a situation like this, to give you resources and to help you get out of the emotional pea soup fog of dealing with a crisis and the resulting fallout. I've been there and I'm here to help you. To grab a copy of my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation, it is now available. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. The life has knocked you down. Pick yourself up with Bootstraps and Bra Straps. Get your copy at www.SheilaMack.com today. This is Sheila Mack. Thank you again for tuning in. And I have some homework for you. So go and get your copy of the new Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. It is now on Amazon, Audible, Kindle, and all major bookstores. And get ready to tune in daily as I share the Business Leader Reboot. So that is starting a business, side business, or extra income. I don't care if you're starting from zero, rebooting, starting over completely. We are going to go through the steps over this year slowly together to rebuild, reboot, and reinvent your business and personal life or your career and personal life on your terms. And I will also be sharing about investing, um, investing in properties and how to get some passive income going this year as well. So stay tuned. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. In today's Ag News from Agnet West, weathering the pandemic storm. More after this. Today's show is brought to you by Old Insecticides, delivering those average results. We interrupt to bring you Versus Insecticide, a new class of aphid control for leafy vegetables and brassica. Well, now, old insecticides might keep aphids off crops. Versus a unique mode of action, delivering advanced protection for better crop quality. The old stuff, you just spray it and hope. Versus quickly stopping feeding damage. There's no comparing old. Versus new. Versus Insecticide from BASF. 
always read and follow label directions. World Ag Expo is back in person. Join the ag community to see the latest and greatest in agriculture, February 8th through the 10th at the International Agri-Center in Tulare. Come and enjoy the top 10 new products, sit in on a seminar, test drive a truck, watch a live demonstration. Admission is $15 at the gate or buy tickets online at worldagexpo.org. Use code AGNET for $3 off your online ticket purchase. For more information, visit us online at worldagexpo.org. That's worldagexpo.org. See you February 8th through the 10th. The economy has been a challenge over the past two years and continues to be moving into a new year. But agriculture has weathered the storm without the damage once feared when the pandemic started and many restaurants shut down for time. However, Rabobank Steve Nicholson says it could have been worse. For agriculture, the good news is the economy is growing and consumers have money and, you know, and there's not as many restaurants so people are eating at home. And so they're going to the restaurant and buying it and bringing it home and eating. And so that, that's been good for a lot of parts of the ag economy. But he adds it's all a balancing act. I think when you look at the overall economy, think about inflation, that could raise some challenges. You know, ever-increasing costs. As we know, commodity markets don't really care. I mean, inflation will help keep commodity prices higher, but if the supply and demand overwhelms them, they don't really care if it's inflation or not. I mean, the prices will do what they need to do. NAFB contributed to that report. For Agnet West, I'm Daniel Leal. KCAA is your CNBC News affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. What does reinforce mean to grapes? It means forcing pests out with all-over protection from meaty bugs and nematodes to help vineyards grow their strongest. And that's exactly the kind of support grapes get from Movedo Insecticide. With its unique two-way movement that works up through the shoot and down to the roots, Movedo protects grapes from above and below ground pests to help improve root health and crop quality. So talk to your local retailer about Movedo or visit us online at movedo.us to learn more. Always read and follow label directions. KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM.